It's another episode of the Pin High Podcast presented by Golficity. We're back in Golficity HQ, and we're here to talk about the triumphant return of the PGA Tour at the Charles Schwab, preview some DFS and betting picks at the RBC Heritage, and wrap it up with our birdies and bogeys of the week. Let's get into it. All right, so we're back in HQ, um, and we're all wearing our Holderness in Born merch we got this week. I'm liking it so far. Yeah, it looks pretty nice. It's really comfortable. Really comfortable. It's like performance, but like it like almost looks like a fancy like golf shirt you'd wear to like a fancy like club for dinner or something like that. But it's like it's feels really nice. Yeah, I feel like you can wear it casually. Yeah. Too. Oh yeah, yeah. You can, yeah, yeah. That's not meant. You can wear it casually. What, yeah. What color do you got on? Here's his uh, He's got Here's the color. mojito. Mojito. Yeah. I got the the transfusion you got like the rum punch or something like that interesting names i like it yeah anyway charles schwab the ending of it i mean yeah stacked leaderboard great tournament the end was just very anticlimactic yeah because there was no fans and yeah obvious reasons the no fans makes a difference just because like you could hear you'd be able to hear the whole crowd go like react to like the lip outs from Morikawa and Shafley. Yeah, Xander was and, Xander was saying like I think I'd be more pissed if like if there were fans like yeah. going and on, but like it just kind of seemed like I did that well, by myself. And it was crazy because like the two the first like the two holes before that, Shafley made like a third like two like thirty footers like bogey and birdie to like yeah. to get that back into a weird it. ending. I, I it it, it was a weird ending. I thought that was gonna be his tournament, and then like obviously that lip out at the end where it's like oh my god, that putt should have went in for like, who for Which Shoff- for Shoffley. For that Shoffley putt, and Shoffley. the Shoffley's putt literally went all the way around the cup yeah. like one time. It, it literally it looked like it was halfway down mm-hmm. in the cup, and yeah. then it just came out. And like for that to happen, like that happens during the week. It like you you don't often see it, and it no. just kind of happens for that to. happen been during that part of the second last yeah, hole, yeah. Of, of, of the tournament is just crazy again i don't think that like it was a it was weird a weird adjustment at all for there not to be fans until it was like the last stretch yeah you feed off that energy in the last stretch you feed off of them and then like it was weird just like colin morikawa misses the putt and they're like all right daniel berger daniel berger wins <laughs> and he's just like all you see is some high five his caddy and Morikawa is just there in disbelief. Like, yeah, oh my God. it was it was an odd finish. I, f- I feel bad for Morikawa though because like he missed that putt in eighteen too. It was a short putt to win like to go up like one. Yeah, he would have won. He would have won, won and he was like in disbelief there. And then he lips out on seventeen again for in the playoff and like I mean, he's, he was going for his first win. And it's like I felt I felt terrible. Wait, didn't he win at the Barracuda? He did, yeah. He did win the Barracuda. Yeah, okay, won the Barracuda. But, but like, oh, yeah, still, I feel like that's not a yeah, huge win. It's not. not no, it's not. It, like this is like this is this would have been like a true like okay like this is he's, he's field, arrived. Yeah, yeah. huge I, field. Again, I probably don't feel that bad for him. He probably made like give or take eight hundred. Oh, okay. he made so much money. Yeah. Well, yeah. And and it, another thing, he'll, he'll be around for forever. Yeah. As well. Another thing is with the playoff with no fans, they were able to go back to seventeen instead of just play eighteen again. I thought that was kind of interesting. Was that because of that? Pretty much, because usually you would play eighteen again because you have eighteen from the like. All the fans are the 18, fans are right there. So yeah, play eighteen again. With the yeah, fans. they went back to seventeen. They used one as like a driving range in between the playoff. I, don't I did see that. that. Yeah, and that then, was interesting. And whatever they were like hitting drivers, and like you didn't need to hit driver on seventeen, which was like no. interesting. Yeah, and overall, it's just like this, the depth of the leaderboard was just insane. Like you had Bryson. Yeah, actually, you had Jason Kokrak in there somehow. Like, yeah, he, 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 he's he a bomb, like Rose right? he came back at the far. end. Like, like if it, it literally felt like a major. Like this, the, the, this is the leaderboard we it want felt on like a major the Sunday. 
Yeah, it, it felt, felt like, like the, yeah, yeah, I agree. This this is like the leaderboard you want on a major like on Sunday. Like, this is the ending you want. Like not the way obviously not the way it ended, but like you want a playoff to come down to like the last putt or something like that. Right. I don't know, it felt it was really fun to watch. Going back to Jason Kokrak for a second, I don't know if you remember last year when we were at the practice round for the um, the PGA. He was playing with Kisner, I think, and he was just bombing the ball. I'm like, who is this guy? Like, he's huge, and he was just hitting the, the ball monster. like 320 yards. I'm like, yeah. who is this guy? Yeah, no, I don't <laughs> remember not, that. Not, 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 <laughs> now you know who he either. is. <laughs> I remember Charlie Hoffman like hitting it like into the woods, like right next to us. Though. That wasn't even a practice. That was during the real round. Oh, really? Yeah, that was. I mean, the practice round was a lot more fun at, at all of these tournaments than than the actual thing. Well, yeah, you made like you talked to Phil and Rory like the practice round that one day. I didn't talk to them. The, yeah, but you, made, was, you made you made him laugh. Yeah, I yelled at them. <laughs> like we, we, we like like Riggs, Trent, and Frankie are following behind Kiz. Like they're following. And you got right. like, you got uh, Trent to sign your beer pot. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was that was, that was so funny. Yeah. Um, and another guy we had this week that was just like, I don't I don't I don't know how to put it, but like, it didn't seem like he could. Um, drive his way through the the course but he did it was bryson and he basically just went driver wedge like the whole the whole like wedge. Was, yeah he was taking some crazy lines too like i don't there was one hole specifically i forget which forget which one it is but like he would go over the trees hit it like carry it like 310 yards and i think it's like, like 327 right 327 yeah, yeah. No, it was crazy it, it literally like like while i was watching the uh same with so some Mark McGuire documentary on Sunday night, and literally like Bryson is like just like looks like he's juiced up, and just like on roids and just like bombing it past everyone, and he swings so hard now too. It looks it looks out of control. It's, it's, crazy. it's amazing he could hit it like without like like so straight swinging that hard. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he figured it out where like if he like with the driver since he has the same swing for every club that he could hit it as hard as he can without worrying about which direction it's going to go in. Yeah, that's a, that's that's. A, if he just keeps, I mean, like his driver's insane right now. He literally swings as hard as he does while like keeping it straight. If he just like gets his wedges dialed in, and it's, I mean, he be and so keeps good. putting like he he did at the the first couple of days on Sunday. I think he missed like a ton of putts, but um, yeah, if he keeps dialing that in, there's no reason he can't like compete every week, and especially when there's like when he can actually take advantage of it with a long course. Yeah, exactly. I don't know when that'll be. Do, do you know? No, I have no idea. When a, when a longer course? Yeah, I don't know when a longer course really pops up on the schedule, but I would imagine like some of the majors and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, let me like, guess the winged foot. He's now crazy. number one on the PGA Tour in driving distance with an average of three hundred and twenty-four yards. Oh my god! I that's, bet he's that's, not that's, even that. That's, that's like that's like three yards in front of Cameron Champ, like four or five in front of Rory. Like he's. What was driving accuracy is because like. I feel, I feel like it's like, not because I, I know Cameron Champs. I don't think Cameron Champs' driving accuracy is that good, even yeah, though his driving accuracy is about sixty percent right now. Bryson, that's pretty good, I think. Right, that's not one hundred and twenty second. Ah, it's not great, but like <laughs> one hundred twenty you know. second. Well, he just hits bases. But does it matter? Because like he's in the rough, but he's like a hundred yards. Well, yeah, closer no, it doesn't. You. It doesn't matter because then his strokes gained off the tee is third in the PGA. Yeah, exactly. Of his it doesn't distance, matter. So. And like that is because if you're putting that hundred part yards past in the rough, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um. And we also had Jordan Spieth come back. I mean, on Sunday, what was he, one over? He probably mm-hmm. had like four um, birdies and like five bogeys. He, I mean, he did it all week where he just played Someone those up and down rounds where he just was like bogeying holes, birdieing holes, like bogeying, like just up and down the entire week. Low key, he's, he's made like nine out of ten cuts this year. Tour. yeah i know like he's playing like much better than he did like last year on yeah tour. but for speed that's not where you want to be at like no, he, he wants not. to be no, winning no, he, he wants to win and like and this is maybe this was a little bit step toward that because like he was competing on sunday then like he kind of like 
didn't do as well as he and wanted to. Field, his his thing last his first year, time in the first time in like the final like few groups probably in a long time like competing like this. Yeah, his thing last year was that he uh, he was playing terribly like on Saturday. And, yeah, um, just during the weekend. weekend. But I mean, on Saturday, what he fire off another sixty six, maybe sixty six. I think yeah. So he played well on Saturday. He was in one of the one of the final groups. Yeah, he was just, one shot yeah. back. One I mean, shot back. My question for you guys is: It like, do we think Spieth's back, or is this just like, okay, he always plays well, at Colonio? Like Colonio. Like, I guess we'll see this, like, this yeah. week. That's like kind of not his home course, but like he's from around there, and he always plays well there. I think this is a perfect tournament for him for the PGA Tour to come back on because gives him some confidence. Gives him confidence going to everything else, and like he knows, he, okay, I can compete with these guys again. Like I can play well. I can play well. I just gotta figure out like Sunday and like get back into that groove. I think he's gonna. <laughs> I think he's going to play a lot better. Hopefully compete at like majors and stuff like that this yeah. year. And uh, speaking of one of those courses that Bryson might be able to take advantage of, um, TPC Hardy Park, where the PGA Championship is this year um, in August, is a go, but without fans. Um, and there are some mixed reviews on Twitter from that because uh, there was rumors about TPC Sawgrass having it possibly with fans because I think maybe the, yeah. the Florida like state laws are different. I'm not really sure what the details are on that but like which would you rather it be at like there in san francisco without fans or tp sawgrass with fans fans i would like fans too i mean like obviously you want to see different courses yeah but the players only got one round in exactly so if you go and have a major yeah if you go and have a major at sawgrass with fans i think that would be interesting it yeah. would yeah but i think i also think it's important to like you know oh it is i mean to, I, like, I, I feel like, you like san francisco yeah you can't do that to like TPC Harding Park has probably been, been waiting for, for like for six this years, for a, a while. Like, yeah, it's like unfair to take it away from them. But yeah. a, a, a major at Sawgrass, like that feel that that have a really cool vibe. It'd be like the players, but like, on, feel like, like the players. Steroids. Yeah, I feel like it, it. It'd be similar to the players. I think it'd be like even more important because, like, okay, it's like you're basically playing like both tournaments, the PJ and the players in one because you didn't get to play the players this year. I mean, the only thing the only thing about going back to Sawgrass, um, didn't the Corn Ferry Tour just play there like, they last did. week? They did. Yeah. And like some, I think Luke List won. So like, he, yeah, he, yeah, he'll probably be eligible for the, um, for the, the um, whatever, the, the PJ Championship. Yeah. yeah. Oh so if yeah. they had the PJ Championship there, like some guys are playing it like three times almost like they I play feel like the that's another vj sing situation where it's like why <laughs> is he playing and i mean he's, he's gonna make money he's gotta he? keep his card he too. Was, oh luke, luke list yeah. i mean luke list is probably there just because either he didn't qualify for the charles he schwab or, for charles Schwab's or, just, or he's just like he wasn't i think i haven't heard his name on tour in a long time so maybe it's just still, like he's, a still, he's still on tour but like he, didn't, he didn't qualify so he played in the corn, corn ferry event like if, if you can win there like just i like guess get your, i guess like it's it, it's not it's not it's not vj where he's like, like he's, the top he's not, he's not top player in yeah, the no, world he's not vj where he's like made his money already like yeah he made like millions and millions of dollars and won the masters like it's different if it's like like his his tour card is not even safe like luke list i was thinking of luke donald Oh no! Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Big, big difference. Yeah. Big difference. Because <laughs> Luke Donald's dad, I was like, Luke Donald's made. L- Luke Donald won, was like, he was like number one in the world for yeah. like a long okay. time. Luke List, right, yeah. right, right. Whichever he actually finished. Luke List finished sixth in the PGA last year. Lucky. Damn. PGA at, at Bethpage. Yeah, Bethpage. Wow, I forgot about that. Yeah. Did not remember that at all. Um, and before we move into like the RBC Heritage at Harbor Town this week, uh, I came up with a little bit of a hypothetical this week. How many over par do you think you are in your lifetime? And and do you think that like all pros, most pros, some pros are like under par in their lifetime? I bet Tiger's like so far under par. Well, yeah, because he was a prodigy at age. Yeah, like like, he, like by, by like age four, ten, he was okay, like by so age ten, he was shooting like seven. This is a hard question, but I would have to like 
take the number of rounds I played, which I couldn't even count. Per so year, just do it per, per year. year. Per year, but, like, but when I started playing golf, it was like, okay, let's break 100, you know what I mean, <laughs> right? And then like it turned into let's break 90, let's break 80, like we're at let's break 80 right now. Um, like I would have to like find an average number and like multiply it by like the amount of rounds I played. And I, feel like like, this, I feel like it'd be like a so crazy hard. amount of number over par, like, cause I'm probably like at the moment, like 17 over par, like average this per year round. probably right now per round. And I don't know how many okay, rounds do you think we played? But what do you, but what, do you think pros are under par? Cause like um, not all of them were like prodigies. You gotta like think like what were they shoot, like, what, what were, how many how often did they play when they were kids and like what they shoot when they were kids because you're saying lifetime right now. Well, if, when, even when they were kids, like yeah, they're not like tiger prodigies, but they're still prodigies. Like they're still like really really yeah. good. Like like they're still like Justin Thomas. Is, and is Jordan ten, Spieth are still you, playing when you're like, like when you're like nine events. years old? Like I, when do you start playing like your real like first eighteen like holes of golf? It's hard like, to get <laughs> back from a bunch of rounds over like like thirty over. Yeah, par. exactly. Yeah. Oh no, it <laughs> when is when you're like first starting. Yeah, because like once you go like thirty over par, it's like okay, you have to like play like five or like at least like maybe like ten rounds. Like I would say they're par. under. I would say they're probably. I say they're, I, I, I say say they're, they're probably under? under par, like ten strokes maybe. I bet. Strokes. I bet it's really. I bet. I bet considering from their life, from their their whole life, I feel like when they're younger, I feel like they're a little bit over par. I feel like some people could. I mean, be they under, still par, shoot par. over par, like like on rounds. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I bet. I bet like Justin Thomas and like the real like like Spieth. I feel like those guys are like. Maybe more under par, like Rory. I feel like it's probably more under par, but like maybe like guys like I don't know, uh, Brendan Todd. I feel like he's over par. Maybe just because he hadn't made a cut in like four, yeah. four or five years, so maybe it's not. I mean, let's, say, let's say I played twenty five rounds of golf at an average of seventeen over par. That puts me four hundred and twenty five over and that's, par. And that's for over, just oh this, God, this year. Yeah, that's hard. We're probably like like I'm probably like pros you guys are, over are probably par. pros. Are over yeah, par. they're over. They're over par. Yeah, like it's, so that, that you just have to put that into it. That's some some probably closer, but yeah, jeez. I, I got a long sure. way to go to get under par, and that's just this year. Like. Wait, yeah, you're so you're you're 425 over. If you had to guess, 425 over par, yeah, probably this year. There. Yes, oh, <laughs> that's God. hard to come back. Probably around. We're probably all around like a, like a thousand over par yeah. <laughs> in our lifetime. More, more right. than that. Yeah, all right, the climb. More. All right, all right, the climb starts now. Go to back even par. <laughs> I got to shoot like 10 under every round for the next 10 years to like yeah, that. and then you get an eight on the first hole. Yeah, all right, back to draw board yeah. <laughs> all right um so we got the rbc heritage this week we've played there before at harbor town i mean when what do what do you shoot there 87 all right and then we shot you know i think i shot like a 97 but like yeah you know, i hit a sick, like a I hit a sick drive on the first hole and then i hit like, i hit a good I was drive on the first off hole by too. a tree and hit the tree i remember i remember you went i think you went first and your your friend patrick who's yeah. also really good at golf went second both striped them and Pat yeah and I were like I was like, I, 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 I was feeling good walking in the fairway. I'm like, this is nice. I, like, I wasn't feeling good at all, like stepping up to that tee shot. But I think I actually striped one too. And I was like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And then Pat, I don't know what you did, but. I don't know. I think I just like put it in the rough or something. Yeah. I think it was fine. I didn't, I didn't shank it off the first tee. I, like, no. I wonder what our four caddy was like expecting out of, out of the foursome. You know? I mean, he's, I mean, caddies see like bad golf like every day. I'm just wondering when, much he saw, worse when he saw the three of us and like one especially other come as, up, I wonder what he was expecting. Especially at a PGA Tour course, like you're expecting, like, like. You're not expecting anyone to shoot like seventy, like two or something like that. Yeah, like ever, you're expecting like a nineties like, hundred. Yeah, a lot of people are going to shoot like nineties, hundreds. Yeah. yeah, I mean, my game is in a completely different state now. I know, from, yeah, from, than one it was. From <laughs> it was. <laughs> I think there would be a good like twenty something stroke difference in my in my. Uh, we should, we, yeah, we should have all like. 
I, w- I wish we could all play like right like we were like in season because like that was like that was March still. We were all like kind of like even me and, like Patrick were still like figuring. I mean, stuff yeah, out. but the two of us were like still at the like break ninety phase of our yeah golf yeah games, yeah. Like. So, um, but yeah, what was your what was your favorite hole this week? Right, so at, I, at I have the Town. scorecard right here. Honestly, one of the most beautiful scorecards I've ever seen. That's pretty nice. Yeah. Um, and I was just like kind of looking at the holes and like obviously you remember 16, 17, and 18 the best because that's like when it opens up near the end um, where there's like you're kind of on the coastline. Right. Um, but I did like search it up and I do remember 14 was a par three of like a long carry over water. And the hole before that was cool too. The hole before that was a same, was like a par four, a par four like dog leg left. And the, and the, bunkers, the bunkers, yeah. Right in front of the bunkers are cool, yeah. Um, I'm going to go 14, that par three over water. Like anytime there's like a nice par three over water, I think that's a cool, cool horse. A uh, cool yeah. hole. For I really like nine. I like nine as well. We were, we were going over this before and the reason I like nine was, I mean, first of all, I think I think it's like a pretty cool hole because it leads into the clubhouse, which is like, because like the, behind the green is the clubhouse, which is also kind of nerve wracking at the same time. It's like that at uh, the ninth hole at um, your country Silver club, Spring, at yeah. Silver Spring. Like I was, I'm always like worried to like skull it over the green, like mm-hmm. minute. Which, but yeah, but I did <laughs> at, at Harbor Town, and it short hopped like the wall in front of the putting green. And just spins right back onto the onto the green oh, to yeah, like yeah, yeah. to like fifteen feet, and there's just like people sitting on the on the yeah people having like drinks like, like yeah yeah so that's probably that's probably my best memory from that course. I love that clubhouse too, and like, it's just it, it is a cool hole because there is that that fairway bunker in the middle of the uh, in the middle the, of the, the, the green the green was like a U the bunkers around the green was like a U too. The, it was like, there's yeah, a, a cool lot. Green I mean, we'll get into yeah. the course it was short, but it was a cool green. We'll get into the course preview shortly, but there's a lot of holes here where there's like they're just guarded by bunkers at the front. Yeah. And a lot, lot of tree lined holes, which you wouldn't like, you wouldn't necessarily, we, we didn't really necessarily, necessarily expect when we got there. Like, only like, f- like you thought it was a Lynx course, and yeah. it's really not a Lynx course. No. It's literally one of the tighter courses. The only on holes are like, like 15, like 16, which I thought, I forgot 15 was the par five, not mm-hmm. 16. 16 was the par four, but that was like still kind of going toward the water. Then 17, 18 are like on the water. Yeah, like, what, like, which whatever. 17, I'm, I probably told this story like six times already on this podcast, yeah. but like 17, I hit the stands on the right of the like green. Because it was like a part three coming in, like, like there were stands because they were setting up before, yeah, before right. the RBC. it was March, yeah. So um, I hit the stands and got like a free drop, like right next to the green. <laughs> yeah. Um, Are you going with hole number nine, or what's your favorite hole? Uh, the fifth, fifteen was a cool par five. I'll go with that. You went. With, I love hole number nine, but I feel like fifteen was a really cool hole too. Yeah, it's a par five, like kind of like, like a dog, like left, like part, like kind of like. Big oh, I remember that one pretty five. well. Yeah, yeah. That, one, that one was cool. I like that hole. Right. The stands are like, there's a bunch of huge stands right there. I mean, too. obviously you could say 18. That's like the signature hole. Like yeah. You play the whole, I was, you play I was the whole round to trying 18. to get to, like you're waiting for that like view to come out like on 18. Yeah, that was exactly. pretty cool. I mean, what you I, mean I, uh, I had some trouble on that hole, but you, you didn't have fine. trouble on that hole. I, I, I was looking at the <laughs> scorecard. It's not as deep as a bunker as you think. So I think I was just like, not i think i was just really bad at bunkers at the time and i just like couldn't get out in general were you in the bunker behind it's not that i couldn't get behind it's not that i couldn't get out of the bunker it's that i just like kept like not sculling it or just like hitting it over the green and then i would like and then i think i went back into the bunker and he's like you should pick up the caddy i was like yeah "Yeah, no because we like like, finished putting out in the green and pat's like still in the bunker (laughs) but i was waiting we're staying there waiting i'm like okay okay, um but yeah on that note you can you can uh, start the course preview. All right, yeah. So before we get into course DFS. preview, Harbortown Golf Links. Um, it's a Pete Dye course, which even though it's a shorter distance, um, it's going to play tough. 
Um, we're at par 71, uh, 7,100 yards this week. Um, there's only three par fives on the course, um, two, five, and 15, like Trevor mentioned before. And there's only two par fives this past last, week. Well, too. it was a par 70 last week, yeah. par 71. So th- these are two of the shortest courses on the I remember hole two at Harbor Sun, too. I remember, that was a nice hole. Um, Split fairway, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and like the par fives are important this week because like those are going to be the three easiest holes on the course. So you got to score well on those. Right. Um, there's going to be high rough. I could definitely attest to that because I spent plenty of time in the rough there. Um, small Bermuda, Bermuda greens. So, and like smaller than most greens on tour. Like I was reading something where like the average size of a tour green is like two times the size of the greens at Harbor town. Um, there's a lot of runoff areas on each green in the front and the back. And like a lot of, like I said before, a lot of the bunk, uh, greens are guarded by deep bunkers. And they also and have, they, they have the, uh, what is it? What is it? Like the, it's the wooden, well, how, yeah, what do you call yeah. those? The wooden, like, uh, it's like a facade kind of. Yeah, I don't know what the word. I don't, I don't know, know what the word means. is for that. Uh, Either way, I th- I feel like um, it's it's like at sawgrass. They the have lip of the, the lip of the bunker goes right up to like wood. It's not oh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's not like curve like goes like curved back down. Like so, if you hit it up against like the, like up to the top of the bunker, it'll like drop back down. It's like you you could be you right up it, against and the it goes wood backwards. Like you yeah. could be right up against the wood um, like, and can be right. absolutely screwed. So it is one of the tightest courses on the PGA Tour, which is like kind of hard to believe because you say you see harbor town golf links and you think like oh it's an open links course but that's really not the case Mm -hmm. um it's really only the only links links hole on the entire course is the signature 18th hole um trees brought block a lot of approaches and they're like really high like thick trees so like there's gonna there's gonna be there's gonna be no cutting corners this week at bryson (laughs) um like He's not even gonna. They're, they're not gonna try because like you you can't get I mean, over those don't, trees. I mean, they, they could hit the ball them. so high. They could hit though. the ball the so high, but I don't think you could. I don't think you could get over those trees. It's gonna right. be hard. I Bryson mean, probably. we'll see, see him try it, but like <laughs> he probably will. He might get into trouble if he does that. Yeah. Um, past winners, um, CT Pan, Satoshi Kodiera. Pretty much Kodiera. Like, pretty much. Nice. Pretty much like. Well, so it's, it's like it's, it's pretty random because Brandon Grace has won. Jim it's be different this year though. It's usually right after the Masters, and like not a lot of guys are coming back to to right. Harbor Town. Yeah. Um, Unless you're an RBC sponsor like Dustin Johnson yeah. and, and uh, Jason Day's Harbor Jay, um, Jason Day, well, Matt, Matt Kuchar. Yeah, right. Um, so the signature hole, obviously, as I said before, is number 18, and it's actually a pretty tough hole. You have to play it over like the like coastline for two different shots. So the first shot's like 280 to 300 yards over the coast into like a little drop area. And then to get to the green, you have to play it another 170 in. So, and like obviously there's bunkers around the back and stuff like that. Um, Stats to look out for this week. um, Driving accuracy is a big one um, because like I said, short, like like narrow fairways, it's gonna be tough to hit the the fairway this week. Um, Strokes gained and ball striking is always an important stat, so keep in mind. And then strokes gained approach because of the small greens, like you're better off if you land on the green than if you're short. I feel like we say strokes gained approach is like the biggest stat every week, but I, I think like you're I think right this here, week it's even it more. It is pretty mm-hmm. important. Those Pete Dye greens. Also, there yeah. was a crazy stat last week that I heard. I couldn't remember the exact stat, but it's like somewhere like over like 85% of the field has actually previously won on the PGA Tour. This week? Yeah, like who's in the field this week. Um, and then, like, players to keep an eye on, like, kind of based on the past and, like, how the course plays. Some Matt Kuchar. Horses, or what's it called? Course, course, course horses. horses. Yeah, <laughs> Matt Kuchar. Kuchar's a big one. Uh, yeah. Kevin Kisner, Webb Simpson, Billy Horschel, and Charles Howe III. Right. All right. And that kind of wraps up the preview. So before we get into our DraftKings, like, questions from the Facebook group, our DFS picks, all that, 
Um, I want to give a quick shout out to DraftKings. The PGA Tour is back, uh, just as we said last week. Uh, we have a full weekend of golf ahead of us. Even though the trophy is reserved for the winner, the big cash prizes don't have to be. To add to the excitement, DraftKings, the official daily fantasy game of the PGA Tour, is putting you in the center of the action with a free shot at the million-dollar top prize with your first deposit. It's easy to play. You just pick the six golfers, you stand under the salary cap, and you submit your lineup before the tournament tees off on Thursday morning, and then you sit back and follow the action. The more red numbers you have on the leaderboard, the closer you are to winning some money. Uh, you should rack up, pars for th- uh, rack up points for pars, birdies, finishing position, all that. Um, doesn't get any closer to a major than this tournament, last tournament, everyone's playing. Um, so with all the heavy hitters taking the course and a million dollars up for grabs, uh, go to DraftKings. Uh, what you have to do is you have to download the DraftKings app, uh, use PIP20, at the promo code, for a free shot at the $1 million top prize with your first deposit. That's promo code PIP20 to get a free shot at $1 million with the first deposit. And that's only at DraftKings. So you do have to have a minimum $5 deposit required. So let's get into it. of making money. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> um, let's get into our picks. Or no, let's get into the draft, the questions of the week that I posted in the, uh, the Facebook group. Uh, so Brandon Dick uh, said, is Siwoo Kim a lock at a Pete Dye course? And we'll get more into this um, in the in the DFS segment, but what we've gone over is that with some research last night is that this I is like, this is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so Siwoo Kim is article. a Pete Dye specialist. Um, he also has a second place finish at the RPC Heritage in the past. Um, a win at the players, um, six top 25 finishes at Pete Dye courses, and he's like 13th in stroke gained on Pete Dye courses since That's 2014. So and what I would want people to see Wu Kim. Just see Wu Kim. He like, he's like gained. not that good like in a lot of other places, but for some yeah. reason when he plays a Pete Dye course, which are like considered the hardest courses on tour sometimes. Well, he, uh, he, he when, he won, when he won the players, he was like, he like dominated the players, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was up by like, like three the entire final round or something like that. So, I like, think, so I wouldn't call him a lock, but like... You could, he like, is a you really could good. Pick him. So like we found his his salary is like uh, sixty seven hundred this week. So like he's is a great that, value pick. If Something he, to keep an if eye people on. Don't so know about, if people don't know about this, like he could be a good value pick and like oh a low God. end yeah. guy to have. Here's this the thing. Week. I think you got to keep an eye on how many like percentage ownage he has because like if everybody's just seen this stat that he's sick at Pete Dye courses and he everyone picks him and he doesn't do that well. Then it's just like you're not you're not going to do that well. It's, it's, it's the same thing with like guys like Spieth last week who ended up doing well, but you know stuff like that. So I think that is, that's something to keep an eye on. We have him in if our DraftKings. Yeah, if you're lineup. looking at a low value pick, like I mean, we're early in the week here. It's only Tuesday, so like we're not sure what the percentage of ownership is going to be yet. But if his ownership's down, like I would look into picking him as. Like, but one those of the numbers, low, low the, they don't. I feel like those numbers don't lie. He's he's pretty solid at Pete Dye courses, which is a just a weird phenomenon. It's yeah. kind of random, yeah. Yeah, like like I bet you can lock him in for like a top like twenty. Maybe, maybe not like any higher than that. Like maybe like if he like plays well, maybe we'll get higher than that. And it's a better yeah. field this this week too. But like, I feel like top twenty is pretty reasonable for him to get. And if you're if you're paying sixty seven hundred for him. Top twenty, is, top 20 is top twenty is pretty good. Yeah, top twenty. Top twenty is great. Yeah, and uh, the next guy, Austin. I feel like he just split up his last, his first and last, or cool. his first name. I don't know. I like that. Pat. <laughs> uh, he said, "So this tournament's usually skipped over because of the Masters. So I need a guy like 
uh, I don't know how to say that name. Uline. Uh, what, he, Peter, he, he, Peter, Peter, Peter Uline. Uline. Yeah, he yeah. came. He came in like six this week or T seven. Okay. Uh, so essentially, I'm, he just took a roundabout way of being like, "Is he like? Do you want to sleep? Like, what's who's a sleeper this week?" Well, I'm gonna say that, like. Yes, it's usually skipped because of the Masters, but you saw what happened last week. Like, not that that field is as stacked as it's ever going to be at Colonial. And like, if you looked at the leaderboard, you still like, get have guys. Yeah, if you looked at the leaderboard in the top ten, you had like the top like five players. Yeah, in the world you had, it was there. like it was literally a major leaderboard. Like it was like so all like, the big names. Like the big names are going to play well. But I'm think about it. Jason Kokrak came came and yeah, uh, he came from out of nowhere. Came out of nowhere. Peter Uline came out of nowhere. I mean, yeah, people are going to always come out of nowhere. That's that happens everywhere. But like, I'm yeah. just saying, like the top guys are going to play well, and like. A top guy could win. Not, yes, you're he's not asking he's not for a sleeper, though. But like, yeah, if it's sleepers, like definitely guys like that could. I think one week. of those guys I've seen a lot this week is Brian Harmon. He plays well here. I also uh, I like Fear. We came up with Jim Fear. Furyk's a good one. I don't know if he's really a sleeper. He's yeah, but he's like he's like I mean his salary's really he's low. Older. Yeah, but he's, he's he's one. But he, I feel like he plays it like every single year because he's an RBC guy. Yeah, and he's like, you, and he's know, like, you know, he's the, fairways, he's the lead, yeah, he's the leader in driving accuracy yeah, on the tour. Exactly, yes. like, almost eighty percent or something like that. What, like, that what about driving wild. distance though? Oh, well, not it even close. It doesn't, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does, it doesn't matter this week. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, he was only like two hundred eighty-two yards off the tee, but like he's like eighty percent driving accuracy and like seventy-five percent greens regulation. That's yeah, pretty good. Crazy. And he's yeah. played this course a million times probably. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, what, what were you about? To I say? also, we were doing some research last night. Ches Reeves, another one of those guys who. Like is a sleeper this week probably, and who do we? Who was the other um, one I really like. The, I really like Billy Horschel, which like we'll get to that into my DraftKings picks. But yeah, I don't know if Billy Horschel is really a sleeper. I mean, seven seven, that's mid level. Uh, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, so do we want to move into the picks? Yeah, yeah, and you know, I'll just I'll start with the picks because let's preface this because we did this. We picked our players before we got here. I'm just saying for at the by the end of it because Jeek and I are very. Some Similar more picks. picks, yeah. Um, okay, yeah. Um, actually, do you want to go over? Let's what, go over what last, last week. week. So I had Ricky and Kevin Na. They both missed the cut. Not a great. <laughs> I mean, you were riding high on Ricky too. Right, kind of real high. Oh, and, and and when we had our guest on last week, um, you like Ricky. He was like, he was like, I don't know about Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever. Uh, sometimes you go on the limb and it doesn't work out, but you got to go on the limb once in a while. Uh, I, don't know, I guess going out for Ricky isn't really going out on a limb, no. but. I'm the I'm the matchup guru. I'm, I'm you are the matchup guy. You're, you're, you're the matchup guy. You 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 picked you picked Ricky, who you liked, and the last year's winner last week. Uh, that's true. <laughs> that's right. Um, that's so true. really went out on a limb there. But yeah, but I had, I had good reason for it. But you know, obviously it didn't yeah. work out. But my matchups last week went four and one on the on the Instagram. Yeah. So yeah, he just the matchup. Those are big. Just defending myself a little bit yeah. there. Um, last week I had Justin Rose, who had a big bounce back week, finished T third, um, played really well last week. Mm. Um, hopefully he's back. Um, and Joel, Joel, Joel Damon, bucket hat in, man. yeah, bucket hat guy. He bucket finished. Guy. He finished. In a, he had a top twenty. He was a T nineteen. So that pretty good week this last week. Yeah, I had a uh, Kucher, which I thought was a lock to put, finish like top twenty. Yeah, we were high didn't on do well last week and didn't play well. But I did have the winner, winner Daniel Berger, in my picks. Trap mm. picks winners. I pick winners. I'm I'm two. I'm I'm leaning the. I have what two winners on you this year. You also and you also had uh, Finau when he blew it to Webb Simpson. Yes, that, I was so pissed at that. <laughs> that I, that I was American so annoyed. Express? Yeah. The American Express. Yeah. Is that the right? I think no, so. no, no, uh, no. That was a uh, the waste management. Oh, was waste right. management? Yeah, okay. similar and desert. Yeah, course, yeah, w- yeah. Waste waste management. But I should. But to preface that, I should have known that the Puerto Rican Puerto Rican Open curse was in effect there. So That's I should have known. Yeah. That. Well, same thing with Hopland. Second place finishes aren't bad, but. 
but also like in my in my best bet picks, I had uh, Morikawa. So I had the yeah, either, you, you were going to have a winner. I was going to win when went to the playoff. I had Morikawa and Burger, so I would have had a winner either way, which I was very. But happy anyway, about. like even with Pat's two missed cuts last week, having three top twenties and a winner and a winner, that's, yeah, that's pretty good. Two top twenties somewhere, yeah. Um, so who wants to start? Okay, I'll, I'll start because I kind of we'll we'll kind of mentioned him already. Yeah, snake, so, snake draft. Snake draft. Um, Billy Horschel at uh, seventy seven hundred. Um, he's ten to twelve cuts this year. Um, just like big stats this week, uh, twenty six in strokes gained off the tee, which is like pretty up there. Like it's okay. Um, he's sixty six driving accuracy, which is also like pretty solid. I think that's thirty eighth on tour. Um, he's played in six RBC Heritage Heritages, and he has uh, he had a top five finish finish in twenty eighteen. So I I don't know his game fits well this week. Uh, he's not right, a long hair. He's pretty accurate. Like um, at seven seven, that's like a mid value, mid to low value pick. So I I like Billy Horschel this week. Um, so one of the guys I'm going with this week is Patrick Reed. I mean I don't like the guy very much, <laughs> but you know. But you seem to always pick him. Well, saying, you I really cheat. do. I do pick him a decent amount. I mean he's he's a good player. Like yeah. I pick, I picked him yeah. this week for my picks. I think he actually the when I bet on him. I think he lost, and when I bet against him, he won. So yeah, what's that was his a uh, what's his salary? Uh, Eighty eight hundred, which like that's like it's pretty good for no, Patrick that's Reed. Not, that's not it's bad. high, but, field, but it's, yeah. it's pretty it's it's pretty you know mid top tier. Um, so he stroke in strokes game putting is two around the green. Like scrambling is going to be big this week since like you're not going to hit the, the green every time, even though that is a very important stat. Strokes game around the green is twenty uh, fifth. He's really good. Uh, track record in windy conditions both like over across the pond and in the u.s he was uh what t15 at arnold palmer i think this week or this year so i think i think he'll do well this week okay and he played well last week too and he played really well yeah. last week mm-hmm. he got a t7 i think he was 13 under mm-hmm. so so i'm basing my picks more off of not like course record like at the like this course i'm basing like based just like last week and like performance like overall because like the field is so different i feel like it's like not like it's hard to pick so i'll go abraham answer abraham answer at eight thousand. he played well last week finished like top 10 last week or top maybe top 15 he's top 10 in the field and scrambling he's obviously a good ball striker and he's still up and coming like he's still he's still yeah. like making his like way up from the president's cup like he's, he's played he's, really well he's uh, he's made 10 straight cuts yeah he's playing he's playing sick golf we'll get back to that yeah. that's that's we'll yeah that. <laughs> uh and my next one was gary gary woodland a 400 Played well last week. Doesn't he has length, but he can hit that stinger off the tee like every hole. I swear, I feel like, yeah, and he's just gonna like like I hit love it straight swing. Oh, it's so cool. It's, it's so, like the, it's so much so lag. Pure. Is it like lag in that? Swing? Yeah, lag. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, Like you can see when he's setting up for it. I'm like, like watch this, watch this. And like, like it's pure, like, it's pure every single time. And he's yeah. one. He's probably literally one of the best iron players like on in the field, like on oh, yeah. tour. We'll, so we'll get to the we'll get to the stats. We'll get to the stats later. Yeah, Jake has the stats already. Go. And he's, and he's top. He's top in the field in terms of fairways, scrambling, and regulation. And he yeah. played well last week, so I think he's going to carry that over. Mm-hmm. I'm staying with a similar trend with my second one. Um, at eight thousand, we got Tyrell Haddon. He won the Honor Palmer, so I mean, I, I'm putting a little bit of um, stock emphasis into that. Emphasis on the windy conditions. Yeah, yes. yeah emphasis. Really, emphasis <laughs> in the windy. You conditions. already know you're putting emphasis on windy conditions, and then like they'll come out to Harbor Town this week, and there'll be no wind. What I'm hearing is that there will be like seven to nine mile per hour winds on Thursday and Friday. And then on the during the weekend, it really kicks up to like twelve miles per hour and above, which I'm pretty sure that's that's like decently high. Mm-hmm. That's pretty high. Yeah. yeah. Your point. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he's stroke in, in strokes gain around the greens. Twelfth. Um, I think. I think this is a week that he comes back and plays pretty well. Okay. 
Um, with my second pick, I'm kind of with Trev, like going with who played well last week and whatever. And like, so what? Well, kind of on that. Um, Harold Varner the third. He's at 7,400, which is kind of low for somebody who finished pretty well last week. Um, he was a 36 hole leader last week. Yeah, that's true. Um, he's 10 of 14 cuts, which is pretty good. Uh, 21st in strokes gain off the tee, 24th in strokes gain total, and 17th in strokes gain tee to green. So he's having a really good ball striking year, and like, I just think at that value, he's one of those guys kind of in the middle there that could kind of come up and win the tournament. And I also feel like he's due. He's like played well in a lot of tournaments and kind of like didn't play as well on the weekend. Um, I think like Harold Varner is going to win a tournament this year. I just don't yeah. know when. Yeah. Um, another guy that I that I forgot to mention with sleepers was Adam Hadwin. I don't think he has a great course history here, but I think this is a little bit different of a week. Um, and I, just, I, I agree. I, yeah, so I was, he's a really good putter. I mean, good if, we're gonna, if we're going to mention another sleeper, I might as well uh, shout out Corey Connors. Um, he's a really good ball striker. So and both, he's fourth, both Canadian. And he's, yeah, both Canadian. That's why I remembered it. <laughs> um, fourth in greens and regulation. So um, right. he's, a, he's a good sleeper. Um, so now we can move on to our best bets. And like... Oh, now we can move into our best bets and our winners. Um, uh, last week, I think we all went over. Over. I um, I was I was I was this close to having five points. I didn't think Bubba Watson was going to play well last week. Last week, and he played pretty well. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I go first again, just for the. Um. Yeah. So, like Trev mentioned, Abraham answered before, and I struggled to find like a lock bet this week so this is not really going out on a limb that much it's just safe yeah it's just safe <laughs> really safe but like i looked at the points i looked at it and like i was looking at all the other guys and the betting odds and so this week i have abraham answered to make the cut minus 200 and like I'm just just, just looking at looking at the betting odds like the top players are like seven minus 715 minus 500 minus 400 minus 275 like somebody who's made the cut 10 starts in a row and played well last week three top 10 finishes this year like at minus 200, that seems like it's a little, like, off, like, mm-hmm. doesn't it? I don't know. Yeah, minus 200 is pretty crazy for that because, like, I mean, like that he's is... He's made 10 straight cuts, yeah. so, like, minus 200, like, that's almost a lock in my opinion. But yeah, I right. Know. I feel like that's uh, we'll about what, as far we'll see what as happens. I'll go. I think, he was, I think he was actually cut last year. I mean, yeah, that's, that's about as... Like, minus 200 is about as far as I'll... Yeah. Like, yeah. like it's... Right. Those odds are not that great, but that's about... Right. Yeah. All right. Better than anyone else. Yeah. About, I don't know. About, I just, uh, I hope he'll miss the cut this week, I'm sure. <laughs> right. And the one that I got is Ian Poulter over Sergio Garcia. Um, it's pretty safe. I think Ian Poulter, I mean, it's minus 130. It's a tournament matchup. I think Ian Poulter's game, just in general this year and last week, uh, it showed, is in a lot better shape. He was seven under. I think he was T29. And Sergio Garcia missed the cut. So. I'm just really low on Sergio Garcia most of the time. I feel like you love so pick, you love picking those fan favorites. You know, Patrick Reed, Ian yeah. Poulter. <laughs> Everyone Ryan. loves those guys. Yeah, <laughs> everybody loves those uh-huh. guys. So yeah, that's that's what I'm going with this week. Oh, and then are we also doing a winner? Or we... uh, I, we'll go back. to we'll Go back. Yeah. yeah. So my best bet. I, th- I saw this on Bavada. John Rahm, top continental European. So no England, no Northern Ireland. He's plus one twenty-five, and everyone after him is like Hovland, Sergio, Rafa Cabrera, Barrow, and like Victor Perez. Okay, I didn't even and see our that guy one. Victor Perez. And Victor Perez, <laughs> our guy, uh, and like Bernard Langer and like Rory Sabatini. So like it's and Hovland's like plus five hundred after that. I didn't so even. Literally, I didn't, like, I didn't even see that, that one. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't find that. I actually I, think I was might have a first. decent week this he, week. No, I think you will too. But I think Rom, like I mean, 
Yeah, it is a pretty. With that, with getting plus money for Rom to do the best out of like those like, like six other guys, like I feel like right. it's like really like good value. Yeah. So should I do my winner now too? Because sure. all right. Uh, my winner, Gary Woodland. Yeah, he stole, <laughs> my, he stole my winner for me. <laughs> I decided this last night too, which is funny. Uh, Gar- as I mentioned before, I just played well last week. Sim workhorse, stinger off the tee every single hole. Yeah, no, I'll do. chime in here because he's actually also my winner this week. We we decided yeah. this like by ourselves, and just like looking at the value, like that's plus thirty five hundred. That's pretty good. Yeah, and he's a top tier player. He's top tier player. He's seventh in strokes gained approach, which is like a good stat this week. Um, stingers off the tee, like I said, like he barely misses fairways with those and like there's not gonna be a lot of drivers this week three par fives i don't yeah. think so like i looking at the stats and like how he played last week and like i don't know just gary woodland being gary woodland i think that's i don't know that's a good pick as a lot oh, yeah, i definitely i don't um, agree yeah that, that's great value also like the the, I, they they were making a big deal about it last week you know how bryson like put on weight Gary Woodland actually lost took off. I saw him. <laughs> lost like he looks, he looks like different. He like yeah, lo- like crazy. lost his face like weight. Wait, yeah. whatever. He yeah. he took off weight and he his played well. And he, like he, he still he didn't hit the like he hit the ball just as far. Like it's not like oh, he, yeah. So like maybe that's yeah, like that a fact. Maybe I, that's a factor. I saw it on Sunday because I did hear at some point during the week that he that he lost weight and I was and then I saw that I was like, oh my god! Like yeah. is, you're right. His Gary, face Gary, does look different. Gary put in the work during yeah, he did. Uh, during quarantine. Oh yeah, he definitely did. So yeah, my winner, it's going to. The same way, uh, fan favorite Patrick Reed, <laughs> plus three thousand. I mean, a pretty big, or not a big name one this week, but Daniel Berger. Like it made sense, and like there's a big bunch of big names at the top, so I think it's it'll be a lot of the same this week. Yeah. Um, I think P. Reed comes back and at least makes cracks like the top ten. I think I think he'll contend. In a way, you could say like like yeah, it's like hard to pick like who's gonna win all this. But I feel like in a way, you could say like okay, the top guys are gonna play well because like they want to get back into like the swing of things. I yeah, guess. but like, then a guy like Daniel Berger wins. Yeah, yeah, so. dude, uh, yeah. But he's like like he's a well he's a no well known name kind of. Yeah, like yeah, he's no, kind he of flipped off the past couple. I think years, the consistent but. money comes in like you know with like matchups and stuff like that. Yeah, but every once in a while you can get a winner and uh, you know make some money there. Like Daniel exactly. Berger, I don't, I'm not sure. I couldn't find what his like odds were last week but i can imagine they were pretty high i think they're plus like well yeah because the field was stacked like and yeah. daniel berger's like a mid-level yeah game. mid-level guy. yeah so i imagine it's like probably well, kevin kisner was like plus seven thousand so i'd imagine he's mm-hmm. lower than that. him yeah yeah so yeah. if you bet on him this week which you should have mm-hmm. considering <laughs> yeah but it's, it's so easy to say that like you oh yeah obviously, somebody, obviously like, yeah. but you do this all the time you're like yeah. you're, you're the winner you're the winner's guy yeah, the winner's got two two winners so far this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that's it for those. Uh, we're also going to do, be doing a segment on Golf City Bets called Skins. So make sure to tune into their Instagram for that. Yeah, IGTV. Yeah. Um, let's cap it off with our birdies and bogeys of the week. Um, I'll go first because I just thought of them and they're like in my head. Okay. All right, so my birdie of the week, uh, Phil Mickelson, 50th birthday today. Eligible oh, for the PGA for- Tour Champions. <laughs> um, that would be unfair. Him, him on the Champions Tour would be so funny. That'd be, that'd be hilarious. I would love to see him just play one event. Yeah. There, but like, yeah. I don't know. Happy 50th, Phil. Um, <laughs> best Cavs on the PGA Tour. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, my bogey of the week is uh, short putting. Uh, obviously, Xander Shoffley missed his short putt, uh, and Morikawa missed his short putt. So, like, Maybe that's the last thing to come back. These guys haven't been playing for a while, and the short. I would say, do you think, think that's rust? Like at least a little bit of I rust, mean, maybe. I'm. I don't know if 
necessarily it's Russ. I mean, it could be. I mean, you don't see that happen that often. I yeah. saw Jordan Spieth. Uh, pardon missed, me. Jordan Spieth missed like two short putts yeah. this week. I don't know. There and was, and like, Dom, uh, Kokrak like missed like and, one. Like, like, everybody, really short putt. So yeah. everybody yeah. who we'll put it a hole. everybody who came up on eighteen too. Like these putts weren't short. They were hard yeah. putts. But yeah, like, three, three, four, everybody four, four, on eighteen had a chance to post that fifteen underscore right. And there was, like, there was four or five guys, and they missed Rose, by like an Bryson, inch. Like I thought Rose. I thought Rose like drained his putt, and it like just curved off on the side. So like. I don't know. Putting this week was was tough for the pros. I, guess, I, I mean, it could be a little bit of rust, but like also, I feel like I, I was like, okay, maybe it's, it's a little bit of pressure. It's a pressure, yeah. but like there's like, there's no fans there, so I feel like there's not as much pressure. But I mean, I mean it's I still know. a PGA Tour event, so I'm not. Yeah, I'm that's not, weird. You just never see the mist. Like you yeah, it's you so never, weird when you when, when like they're speed. like when they're setting up like a gimme putt and they like just they they whip it out. It's just, yeah, yeah it's know. it's weird. All right, so my birdie of the week is going to be about my own game, and I think the bogey might be as well. The birdie is I, the other day I was playing um, Silver Spring, Trevor's Club. Not with Trevor, though. My uh, my friend is in the ba- – or not the bag room. He's like a locker room attendant. He works at the halfway house. He works at the halfway <laughs> house. He, he does a lot of stuff there. You know, whatever. He shines <laughs> shoes. He's a utility man. He, he shines shoes. He's, he's yeah. utility man. He actually utility guy. He says to me, he's like, yeah, Mr. Jones always gives me the crispest $5 bill when I shine his really? shoes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like – That's so funny. Yeah. But anyway – so my birdie is that I started um, through four holes. I was one under, mm-hmm. and then you know things fell apart, and I think I double bogeyed like five holes in a row. <laughs> but my bogey is that like I straight up was not supposed to be out there apparently. Because like, oh yeah, you're, you're like you're only like members can be out there, and like the people who work there, like you like you're you're technically like like a guest of like, like well like, worker yeah, yeah I was yeah Welsh he my friend he te- he texted or Facetime me at like midnight and he was like. Hey, you want to come play Silver Spring with me tomorrow? I'm like, am I allowed to? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, it's no problem. I texted my boss. So I was like, okay. And then we're on like the second hole, the par five, and the the, one, the new starter like rolls up and he's like, you guys got to check in. And he's like, oh, he he uh like I, I work here. It's fine. And I text my boss. He's like, okay, does he work here too? He's like, yeah, he's kitchen staff. I'm like, <laughs> I was so surprised. I was about to say, I know I don't work here, and I was like, well, uh, well, am I not supposed to be here? Like. <laughs> It just made it really uncomfortable because like, every, so every time I saw like a worker around or, or, or something, I was like, "Oh no, are they like, jumping the bushes? No, like, are they rolling up to like <laughs> shit me out of here? No. I'm, never, I'm never allowed back." That's that's so funny. Whatever. I like since you went and played yesterday. I played by myself yesterday, and I played two balls in every hole, and literally played a match against myself. I felt like that's kind of fun. Like you playing two balls against. Like, it was it was fun, except for the fact that shoes? I was walking and I would hit one ball to the left. Oh yeah, the right. I walked 12 miles yesterday. Yeah. Silvermine is a very I, short course. Like, kind of I want six. You also, he also played like twenty five holes. Oh yeah, I put my dad was oh, playing. Geez. My dad was playing behind me in a foursome with like business associates. So like I was done. Like like I was probably five six holes ahead of him. Oh yeah. Like when Makes by sense. the time I got through because I was single. So like when I was done, I was like, all right, back to one. So I played like one and two like twice, mm-hmm. and then he came up to sixteen, which is behind one. So I played one again, and then played sixteen, seventeen, and eighteen. Or no, seventeen, eighteen. Like back to the house. I played like 25 holes yesterday. That's pretty fun. That's a lot. That's 12 miles. That's a lot. A lot of (laughs) walking. It's a lot of walking. Yeah. All right. So my birdie, my birdie is, uh, I had two put yesterday. I hadn't, I haven't played that great since, uh, shot 71, but, uh, uh, our district 71. That that was, that was that before. That was last week. Yeah. after. Uh, but I played yesterday. I shot, I double, I was three over through two going in the back and then, Birdie twelve, birdie hit to like literally like two inches on fifteen. Like I almost had a hole in one, and then uh, 
made like a 20 footer on 18 to shoot. I was in the front, the front bunker like, before the green. Front bunker? Yeah. I, I, I don't like 15 anymore. It was tough. But uh, so I finally played, like, got my game back on track, played a little better yesterday. Uh, bogey is PJ Tour. Nobody wanted to wear a mic. Nobody besides Ricky. Yeah, that's yeah. True. which is like uh, we, Adam Hadwin said he would. Uh, Adam's, but like, like next no, week, no, no one wants. <laughs> no no yeah. one wants to hear Adam Had, Hadwin. Oh, I, I, I want to hear Ricky. I'm. I guess I'm fine. I'll take. I'll take, take anything I can get. But like, I, like I'm surprised more guys didn't want to wear mics. Which I, I, I wonder why that's the. Why I wonder why is the case. Uh, I know, guess when you're in tournament, wear, like you don't have to worry. About like that. I, I'm surprised Justin Thomas didn't want to wear a mic. But like mm-hmm. he declined it. Which honestly didn't really or make. Phil. It didn't really make like they obviously he was wearing a mic. It was fine, but like they had enough. Like there was no crowd, and they had like the yeah, like, mics you, you could hear. Like I on like when they got to the CBS coverage, like the first thing on the CBS coverage, like John Rom like sweared, like and you could hear it like crisply. And Jim <laughs> yeah, Bess was like, is, uh, like sorry, Phil. Like obviously there's <laughs> no <friends>. fans. <laughs> there's no fans here. Like yeah. I, I I mean Justin Thomas is really funny to hear like like the whole like thing where he's like, just like pointing to like the right is like like mm-hmm. get lucky like that like that was really funny but, yeah like, that was like Ricky did that like um I don't know when that was that but that was like earlier in the season mm-hmm. did the same exact thing but like, I think it's out of expected more guys than just Ricky to wear mics I guess I guess yeah. they're all like focused like don't want to have to worry about like talking to people or like entertaining and stuff like that I guess I guess if anyone would I'd be like feel like it'd be Phil and Ricky like those are two guys who would like do that right but. I don't know. Maybe, maybe more guys will get more comfortable doing that. Yeah. Like maybe Ricky will talk to them or something like that. I have no idea. But another birdie of the week for all of us is is like you know the stuff that we've been getting. All, like Holderness and Born, also Trap Golf. Shout out to them. They sent me like they sent us all sh- uh, stuff and they sent me like a handwritten letter. They wrote <laughs> on the letter "Golf City," not "Golf Golf City," <laughs> and I was like. Whatever, but still Yeah, it still looks cool. They did like a nice little like hand That's uh, cool. like drawn thing um who else uh, features features sent us something the socks uh the socks ogo sent jeek a bag so yeah, yeah we've been yeah, getting some bag. good stuff Pro- promo code pin high for 25 percent off exactly yes um so yeah that's that's we've been getting a lot of stuff i i, I handed you guys out like a bunch of stuff from my car today <laughs> yeah i have like my, my, my whole back seat just filled with clothes now yeah um so yeah, yeah stuff is really i mean stuff is awesome these shirts are really nice they're, they're so, so comfortable. comfortable yeah right yeah uh, so yeah, look out for for uh, that stuff. Some holderness important stuff on Golf City Styles Instagram. Um, look out for skins on Golf City Bets, and follow the Pin High Pod for some more uh, round by round matchup picks throughout the weekend, and a bunch of other content. Um, so yeah, we'll see you next week after the RBC Heritage.